start your day in a positive way. Well, here's a unique and positive way to start your day. There's a project that uh, is looking at partnerships, and we always like it when we find out and figure out how you look at partnerships between the public sector, the private sector, and civil society. It's called the Urban Movement Incubator Energy Democracy Project. It's one hell of a title, guys. And apparently the aim is to encourage partnerships with local government to respond to key climate uh, objectives, this particularly to reduce carbon emissions through community-led energy technologies. How is it taking place? What is happening? On the line is Tapelo Mohapi, who's the General uh, Secretary of Abathali Basum Jondolo. Tapelo, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and good morning to the listeners. So, Tapelo, the title of this project is a real mouthful, and uh, it would be great, I think, for us to simplify down what is it actually that the project is about. Well, uh, the project is mainly about um, making communities being part of uh, what we call climate justice. Uh, When we speak about renewable energy, when we speak about uh, the change in climate, we normally forget the people who are living in informal settlements, the poorest of the poor, and we speak in a language that is very um, high for them to actually understand. Yes. Um, And as if they are not part of South Africa. So the project's aim was to actually ensure that people understand what is meant by a just transition, uh, because uh, it's clear now that you are moving away from fossil fuels to actually uh, clean energy that is actually, um, uh, you know, um, uh, socially uh, owned by communities themselves. Yeah. Uh, so it was a project for people to actually understand. Before we get into the um, uh, the urban uh, movement incubator, but we wanted people to understand what is just transition, what is meant by just transition. Yes. So this is a language that people, ordinary people like myself in the informal settlement, always hear it on TV spoken by academics, but it's not actually explained in a simplest uh, way for people on the ground to actually understand. You know, Tapelo, it's so interesting that you raise this because I remember a while back we interviewed an academic, and she had started out her life as a journalist, and then she'd gone into university, and and she did her PhD in trying to understand how we explain certain concepts to people like myself, people like you, in order to understand what the impact of something is. And so I think that what you're talking about is absolutely critical. And in fact, this idea that we can break it down, break the idea of just transition into a language that all of us can understand. How successful has it been? I understand that you've already started with uh, various different um, spaces in Etukweni and Emalathleni. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, um, particularly um, in in Ekenana community, uh, the the incubator is there. Um, The community um, has no electricity at all, but the community is able to get hot water. The community is able to get lighting. Those who want to charge their phones are able to charge their phones in the incubator. Um, But more than anything else, is that uh, when we are moving from, uh, I mean, to the alternatives, people now understand what is the alternatives, what it means moving from fossil fuels to just transition to to renewable energies, so that we do not leave anyone behind. When we say that, when government says that they don't want to leave anyone behind, 
uh, it should be in this way because we had uh, community dialogues, we had workshops, we had people discussing, defining uh, what renewable energy in their own language so that they become part of it. It's very um, stressful when people things are imposed on people without people understanding. So people in the informal settlements during this process of the UMI are able now to actually define what renewable energy is in their own language, in their own understanding. And the other thing is that uh, they understand energy democracy. Because we are in this crisis right now, we are speaking about uh, um, load shedding and, 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 and uh, uh, the power failures. It's because energy has been decentralized. Uh, and it is owned by a department in government, and, and we are all relying on, on, on ESCOM. We did not, we had we not, when had we all known that there are other alternatives, we would not be in this crisis that we are today. So um, uh, this project has taught people that energy democracy means that this type of energy that is socially owned by communities, and communities become responsible and owners of their own uh, struggles. So, Tapala, we have to go to a break, but when we come back from the break, what I'd really like to hear from you is some of the themes and topics that and how you break it down in simple languages. I mean, we've got a huge audience here listening on SFM, and I think it does uh, provide us with the opportunity to say this is some or these are some of the ways that we think about those things. So let's um, come to that when we come back from the break. At SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM. We've got Tapelo Mohapi on the line. He's the General Sector uh, Secretary of Abathali Basamjolo. And uh, he's working on a project that really focuses on energy democracy and how we look at democratizing even the language of just transition, how we look at democratizing the language of uh, the energy challenges that we have in this country so that everybody is able to A, access it differently and also understand it as well. Tapelo, what, give us an example of some of the uh, work that you're doing, the research, but also the way that you are communicating the challenges and issues and problems. Let's not even say challenges because these are just plain fat problems. Um, let's, uh, how, how are you dealing with that? Yes. Um, first and foremost, what we have done is that we wanted people to actually uh, be the stewards of their own uh, uh, solutions. Yeah. So in other words, people do not become passive recipients and wait for government to do things for them. Exactly. But we wanted people, because what we want is we have now this uh, idea, it's in the informal settlement, and now we are starting to engage government to actually get a buy-in to government, to say, government, if you are speaking about just transition, here are the people in the informal settlement and to those who are poorest of the poor are actually trying to do something and now there's an understanding what you really talk about. So some of the topics that we are we were covering was the understanding of the current energy system and who controls it and yes. how it is shaped and so forth so that people understand. Um, and of course, uh, what is meant by uh, climate justice and, 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 and uh, just uh, energy transition? What, wh- why is it important that we move away from those? And what are the causes of a fossil fuel in nature? And why did we have the floods that we had in Devon? What, what yes. are the causes of these things and so forth? So that people on the ground understand. So if, if 
if today as I speak to you in Yekenana, they they even went a, a step further to actually recycle uh, plastics and other things that need to be recycled that are, are bad for nature because it comes from that understanding that people on the ground are now clear uh, what is causing uh, the devastating floods that have taken place that have occasioned them, but also um, they now understand when we are saying that we are moving to a just transition uh, and we are doing away with. Um, coals, uh, which is the fossil fuel. So uh, it is good for people on the ground to understand that. I mean, um, not uh, two years ago, I would not be speaking in this language that I'm speaking today, uh, because I also did not understand what ch- uh, uh, just transition means. I yeah. did not understand what what fossil fuel means. But now uh, it is explaining in a language that I understand. And now I have come, I become an activist that is actually advocating for climate justice, because I understand what it is. It is very important important that as we move we move with the people on the ground including those that are poorest of the poor who don't have access to internet and other things Tupelo, it seems to me that this uh, has the potential to turn into a podcast of some sort or a series of uh, communiques or communications on radio as well various different uh, stations public broadcast stations uh, various different languages. The opportunity here to really expand this is is quite massive, I imagine. Yes, and and, and of course, uh, we've now engaging governments, and government officials are very surprised that uh, ordinary people in the informal settlement and in rural areas are actually uh, now knowledgeable uh, about and have language uh, the language. Yeah. The language, yes, um, even better at some stage uh, than the officials themselves, and 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 people have now the solution of how do we move forward together. Um, uh, The government says no one must be left behind. And we are saying as the poorest of the poor, we are here to ensure that no one... And we won't be left behind. We we won't be left behind and we don't want to be passive about it. We want to be reactive so that government comes in, um, people are organized and we speak in one voice um, and then we work together with government, not government coming to put, uh, uh, um, you know, impose uh, decisions on us. Now that we understand, we can define what we want as a community. Yeah. Tapela, in closing, you know, yesterday we paid tribute to Dr. Frena Jinwala. And one of the things we were saying is what was her legacy? And it seems to me that you really are carrying her legacy forward because we spoke a lot about a fierce determination to make things change and to make a difference and a ferocious ability to shift and, and and really see that shift taking place with gusto was one of the words we used as well. So uh, I wish you luck in that because it does feel as though you are one of those people, no longer passive, but now truly, truly active. So thank you so much for that. Thank you very much. I appreciate for the opportunity. And please keep us in the loop because it does sound like this is a project that, that does need to be expanded and as much as we can cover it, we really should be. Tupelo Mohabe is the General Secretary of the Abathali Basam Jondolo and they are part of something called the Urban Movement Incubator Energy Democracy Project. To simplify that down, it really is looking at how do we explain what just transition is? How do we look at climate change? How do we look at why those floods took place yes, last year? And how do we, in that fact, then start to make a difference to the world that we live in and to other people's worlds as well? Nice one indeed.